you know you're going to sacrifice a few moments, but you're believing or you're trusting that that image is going to tell the whole story. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. You're listening to Perspective, a podcast for when craves, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry. In the studio with us today is the one and only Fair Waristi, who has come all the way over from Mexico just to chat with us. Of course, Fair didn't travel all the way just to be on our podcast, but he has been touring Europe and educating the masses at various workshops and conferences, so we thought we'd ask him if he'd want to be on the podcast, and he just happened to say yes. This episode is about finding the extraordinary in the ordinary, something I feel many of us videographers and photographers tend to struggle with. We'll not only get into the origins of Fair's story, but his journey and approach to shooting weddings and how he takes advantage of limitations rather than the limitations affecting his photography. We're also going to be talking about Instagram, prostitution and Philomena. And of course, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I get it. It sounds crazy, but you're going to have to keep listening. This episode is going to be great if you're someone who can't find their style or even what could make you unique in a saturated market, which is a common struggle that has affected even the greatest of photographers. This episode is, of course, sponsored by With Jack, but let's get on to pouring that coffee, eh, Greg? What are we drinking today? We are drinking a Kenyan coffee. I got mm-hmm. a Laboratorio Espresso this morning. Yes. It's key, and it's a double-A Kenyan, mm-hmm. and a filter on the Chemex. That's right. Uh, Fjord? From Fjord, yeah. Fjord, Which yes. is strange, because it's... German, but Fjord's more Scandinavian, I think. Yeah, so I actually wasn't sure, because someone asked me about the word Fjord. Is it just a Scandinavian thing? I don't know. No, because they have Fjords in New Zealand, don't mm. they? Fun fact. And we are here with Fair. Hello. Yes. Hello. How are you doing? Good, brothers. Thanks for the invite. Juariste? Juariste. Jose Fernando Juariste. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's an honour to have you in here, because you're pretty big in the game. Yeah, I pay my followers, you know, like every other wedding <laughs> photographer. <laughs> so yeah, it's awesome. So how's your how's your week been? Because it's been a busy week with farm yes. shop. Oh yeah, I think you were over in Santorini before that. So yes, and next up France as yeah, well. So busy, yeah. busy few weeks. But how's it been? It's 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 at the same time it's it's a blessing because you never expect when you start to photograph weddings that that this can happen. And on the other side as well, like you miss your family like crazy and you miss your bed and you miss your dog. Mm-hmm. So it's it, 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 it's like like a good thing in life. It's always a con- contradiction. Yeah. 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 And obviously, just for the listeners out there, you have three kids. Three little monsters. Yeah. It's uh-huh. <laughs> a good way to describe it. Right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, you're enjoying father life. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's amazing, man. It's mm-hmm. uh, my first kid. She's her name is Maya. Mm-hmm. She's ten now. Right. So we have a lot of experience, but every year I think we forget about everything and we start <laughs> from zero. Their kids, yeah. I feel like every year for a child is just something new. Like they just change completely, and then you just gotta keep up and keep up, and then yeah. That, but that's the fun. Yeah, that's, that's the fun, the fun man. Yeah. But obviously, we were all at photography farm. 19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We attended it. You were speaking. Mm-hmm. There was a good lineup. There was Freudus, Jim Pollard, mm-hmm. the Crawleys, Lawson's, Jennifer. Jennifer Moher. Moher. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good bunch of people. Yeah, it was yeah. a really good community. And, and just before doing our presentations, we were lucky enough to talk with each other and, and feel ourselves as well, like how mm-hmm. if this is a decent year for us and what has changed in the industry. So we get a lot of inside stuff as well. So it's not only about talking to about your style because it can get quite boring yeah. if you talk and talk <laughs> and talk about yourself. And then so it's better to listen more. Oh, you, sorry, you took off your headphones. Oh, I thought you meant know. business. I was like, what's going on here? Here we go, man. Oh, my God. Here we go. It's more comfortable. <laughs> Do you believe in God? They're just monitoring the levels by eye. Uh, cool, okay. These headphones are terrible. They are. I'm sorry. I broke them and they're duct taped and, ever- and everything. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Greg. I'm sorry. Um, obviously, I spoke to you in the car on mm-hmm. the drive-in. This isn't your first time in Scotland? Uh, no. Oh, I, will, is it not? I, I did a elopement a few years ago here oh, uh, right. by the Highlands. and. Yeah. Yeah, you're lucky to live around that place. It's magical. Yeah. yeah. For anyone who doesn't know uh, Scotland too well, um, Glasgow is kind of more or less central kind of Scotland. Yeah. And only, I mean, you could leave half an hour north of Glasgow and you'd be in, you know, you'd hit the lochs and, and then a little bit further, you'd hit the mountains. And then, you know, it's just it's just a wonderful country and it's really close. Um, I think a lot of people from Glasgow just don't realize how close it is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is right. kind of amazing. We are lucky to have this scenery here because you get complacent and you sit yeah. in Glasgow and you forget the amazing scenery that's nearby mm. yeah. until you go out with a couple and you're like, "Yeah, wow. this is incredible." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's it's hard to have a holiday in your own country or city because you're in this routine of producing yeah. and delivering and having a. A life. So <laughs> yeah. sometimes we forget about what's around us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're obviously you're not here too often. I actually did uh, go to the shop and I brought you some uh, very Scottish treats. Okay, okay. So you obviously don't need to have any. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Thank you. But um, this is kind of the national Scottish drink. It's Iron Brew. Iron Brew. I see. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever had this before. It's kind of a is it like soda or. It, yeah. yeah, it is a soda. It's uh, well, no one really knows the actual flavors. Okay, but I, I got a defunct one one time, and it tasted very much of a raspberry. Okay. So that's that's something. But you might not recognize a raspberry in there. I don't know. <laughs> okay, and then okay. another uh, very British, or no, sorry, another very Scottish uh-huh. um, treat is the Tunnock's tea cake. Ooh la la! Okay, which okay. chocolate biscuit. And cream in the middle. Okay, so it's so, it's good for the diet, right? Oh, all of this is extremely <laughs> healthy. <laughs> and Greg, obviously, I brought you a can too because I, I knew you'd be hungover. Yeah. And uh, so Iron Brew in Scotland is is the kind of the hangover cure. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Maybe less so because we recently went through a change and they took out half the sugar. Oh. So, you know, a lot of people got really angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have like Mexican Coke here, like Mexican Coca Cola, or no? There's one or two uh-huh. restaurants that specially import it, uh-huh. and they get the traditional Mexican stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because they mm. still use the sugar cane, yeah. so everybody loves that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah. Try it, man. I will do. That it becomes good. an addiction, so <laughs> be careful. <laughs> uh. All right. Cool. Well, uh, at any point, feel free to crack open Thank a can, you. have a treat, whatever. Uh, I'll do it. Or, or put one in your bag. You know, uh-huh. just enjoy away. Um, but yeah. So, Photography Forum, for those of you who don't know, is a uh, workshop conference that really helps primarily, I think, photographers, but also videographers. Mm -hmm. 
um, as well to hone their craft. And I think the unique thing about it is that they have a whole lot of guest speakers come in, mm. um, kind of high, highly regarded, I should say, guest speakers. And during the first day, they'll give a talk each, which is, a, how long was your talk? It was about 40, an hour, 40, an hour, an hour, an hour 45 yeah. to, a, to an hour. Um, someone, someone on longer. Um, but that's absolutely fine Uh, we did not mind the more education the better and um, the second day uh, seemed to be absolutely crazy for all those who were taking shoot sessions Mm. Uh, as I was speaking to you fair uh, coming in you were run off your feet pretty much the whole day yeah (laughs) yeah Um, but I think yeah throughout the two days whenever I spoke to someone you said oh are you doing any shoots on the Friday like, yeah, yeah, I've signed up for ones. Like, oh, who, who have you gone for? I think everybody I spoke to was like, I've signed up for fairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, he's busy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how yeah. were the shoots? Did you manage to have fun in that? You you sort of confined yourself to one room, didn't you? Yeah. You yourself. Yeah. I, I think, uh, well, usually on portraits, I try to create something out of nothing or not nothing, but just to transform what's in front of you. And sometimes it's it's so easy to get used to seeing things in a boring way. Yeah. So for me, on on a workshop, it's all about pushing ourselves mm-hmm. to create something in in that it's boring. So we 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 push ourselves, and we we every image that we shot was around maybe eight ten meters. Yeah. From from where we did the presentation, and that's scary because you're you start to wander around, oh, this is a beautiful wall or it's an ugly wall and then it, oh, it's <laughs> getting boring and boring and boring and then you have to create there. Mm. So that was my challenge. Yeah. 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 I think um, I think out of all of the speakers or <clears throat> for everyone who shot, I think your style, mm-hmm. um, the way that you look at a room and find creative um, inspiration is very applicable to, I guess, the whole of Britain. But I know very specifically people in Scotland tend to look at certain venues and and get kind of put off by Mm. going there. And, you know, they can sometimes just feel very negative before they get to it. They feel kind of negative because just because of the venue. Yeah. And um, I think that's kind of a misstep for many people. So, yeah, it was it was nice to see that you kind of you're able to be creative with the limitation. Mm-hmm. So I think that was very useful for, for people. Yeah, I, I think sometimes as, as wedding photographers, we're creating like postcards with beautiful people in, inside. Uh-huh. And that's that's easy, you know, like a, like any any guy with a camera, with a phone yeah, can create that image. And now that even with phones, you can have a depth of field. You can, you can blur the background. <laughs> yeah. So we have to up our game. And mm. we have to recreate concepts that are not obvious. Yeah. Yes. I think. Yeah. I think that that that's always the challenge, though, isn't it? Mm. So it was cool. And then obviously for for everyone who who wasn't doing a, a shoot with a with a speaker, they had free talks on the whole day. So you could pay for the event, and you could come on the first day, and then pay for a session. And you get a lot of information. But if you didn't, if you're new to the industry and you didn't have you know, a lot of funds in the bank. You could go on the what day was it? What was the second day? Saturday. Friday. You could go on the Friday and uh, you could sap up all this free knowledge from some really great speakers. You had Mark Bukura speaking. Yep. You had um, Ashley, our friend Ashley Baxter, 
um, who was talking about insurance, oh. um, which some people aren't very excited about insurance. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> I don't know if you got a chance to speak to her. She's, v- she's very vi- vibrant and she makes it very exciting. You, you know, there's Facebook marketing by David McGinty. Mm. Yep. Um, who I'm, I'm missing out a few. Uh, uh, Lexi. Lexi Lane. Did L- Lexi. Water thing. Lexi yeah. Lane. Her stuff's incredible. Yeah, he was in Mexico. She shot yeah, that those in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So I went in and I saw the Sony booth and I saw that image. I was like, man, that's an amazing image. But I didn't, I didn't, I, at the time, because it was the first day, I'm just getting warmed up in my head. I didn't quite realize that Lexi would actually be here mm. showing a film of it and doing a talk on the Friday. So when I saw that, I was like, man, the film of it is like the, the stills are amazing, but seeing it, seeing how it's made and then seeing the video of the stills is something else. Hmm. Like it's just spectacular. So yeah, definitely full turn on Instagram. Yeah. And I would definitely recommend anyone else to do the same because, uh, she was great and lovely to speak to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely missing out a few people. Um, Giffy was there, yep. and someone else. And the golden banana guys. Yes. Um. um uh. Liana. Liana with her uh, the yep. gunslingers. Yeah. Which yeah. Um, cool product. Um. Definitely. If you're if you're a photographer who likes to carry your you know your two cameras on your 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 body, definitely a great product. Not really useful for us video people, it but. It, you know what, it could be, but we don't tend to... I suppose the single strap might, would be more beneficial. Yeah. So you always shoot with, with one camera? like. A, yeah? Well, because there's yeah. two of us. Ah, uh, okay. Like, okay. Uh, it's, it's funny. So we were speaking to Cole last week, Cole Roberts. They work as a duo, but they always shoot separately, mm. which is so funny because Greg and I are a duo and we always shoot together. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's more so just uh, because we like to go to a wedding and we like we like hanging out. Mm-hmm. And just we well, Greg handles a lot of audio stuff. I do some of the filming while that's happening. So we've we've obviously got our roles on the day. Yes. But I yeah, I just quite like um, chilling out at a wedding. Greg relaxes me, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I can yeah. be quite stressy sometimes. Presence. Yeah, no, no, that's normal, a, yeah. you are a calming present. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. but I I can see that even shooting with two cameras on video can work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to change different perspective, different lenses. Yeah. Well, it's funny, like, we, so we shoot with the zoom lenses, so Uh we've got a 24-70 and a 70-200, to Uh and maybe, no, those are the two, we've got two two, two of those, but yeah, I have been thinking, you know, it'd be quite nice to kind of limit myself with a prime, (laughs) yeah, you could just put one prime on one camera, one prime on another, and just, yeah, do that, because... The lighter, the better, no? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. At least for your backs. No, definitely. Like in, in ten years back. ahead. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to two-hour hike up a mountain. Mm-hmm. Small kit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. So we were speaking to Pete Lawson, mm-hmm. oh, and uh, he is a cool He's dude. He's my lover from UK. Hello, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, we were in his talk, and he like we had worked with him mm-hmm. like eight years ago or something mm-hmm. crazy before they did video, and uh, he, he came in and midway through his talk, he was like. Well, what did he say exactly? He was trying to say that he doesn't see fil- other filmmakers mm-hmm. do the sort of things he does on a wedding, but the way he said it was something like he doesn't I'm, see... I've never worked with a good cinematographer. Oh, <laughs> and, I'm like, and, I'm, and we're like, oh. 
<laughs> Sorry to throw you. He was just trying to show off, man. Yeah, no. his kid. Uh, he was watching like a Facebook live, so you know he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, I spoke to him after. He was like, yeah, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I was yeah. like, hey, hey. no, That's it's funny. scary to be on the stage, man. Like, oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Hearing what you're saying yeah. and it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and as soon as yeah. he said that, he was like, I, I don't mean it like that. Like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It's so easy to be. An asshole when you're on stage, <laughs> really, because yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to. W- we want to be behind the camera, not not yeah. not, he, not on the freaking spotlight. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a really good event, and for I mean, photography forum was last year and the year before, and it was this year. No doubt there will be a 2020. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend for all the photographers out there who haven't been totally go. It's also great for networking. Getting to know more people. Um, I spoke to a few newbies um, and they were just really excited to be there and to meet new people. And yeah, just they were really lovely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good yeah. fun. And it was yeah. also nice to hear that people listen to the podcast coming over and saying that they enjoyed the podcast. So thank you very much for coming over and saying that because yeah. podcasts are a lot of work and it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to nice to hear from you guys. Education can be, can be quite scary well, yeah. because as videographers or photographers, you're just in a freaking cave yeah. and then, <laughs> yeah. then you go to a wedding and you are in another cave, you know, mm-hmm, because you're mm-hmm. you're working, you want to capture those moments. Yeah. And sometimes you can feel that your peers can be a, a your competition. So just going to a live show can be intimidating. Mm-hmm, totally. But I always push you, uh, everyone to, to attend, you know, because it's a, mm-hmm. it's the only way to grow. Like uh, having a clash of a, a confrontation between between the ways you work mm-hmm. and others do it. So yeah, don't, don't be afraid of, of confronting your vision with others. Yeah. 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 So I had this thought the other day that we're kind of in a privileged position as videographers because we work alongside a photographer at every wedding. Mm. So we see how they do a couple shoot. We see how they work at live events, you know, how they approach the dancing or how they approach, you know, if they've, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's obviously not the case with other photographers, unless yeah. you're seconding. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because we go along to likes of Photography Farm or the Roadie Workshop or anything, and we know loads of people. It's like, yeah. how are you doing? <laughs> Worked with you last year, how are you doing? Whereas other photographers come along and they're like, oh, I, I know of your work, but I don't actually know you. Uh-huh. How are you doing? And there's sort of trying to break the ice, whereas we were like, oh, yeah. we've worked with you before. How are you doing, Mark? How are you doing? Such and such. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I think... Like videographers networking is different, no? Because at least in Mexico, usually they book a photographer and then who do you recommend for video? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same here. Maybe it's the opposite. Most yeah. of the time, it's yeah. similar. Yeah. So it's always good to to know and feel the vibe of others, no? And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. We we have actually changed our way of shooting a lot because I th- I feel like for when we used to shoot with photographers, we were quite intrusive mm-hmm. sometimes um, or for certain moments would be yeah. intrusive and that would I, I could see them kind of getting annoyed <laughs> and I understand that and I yeah I know no it's, I know a, a, it's a team effort no so, we, yeah. we, if we make a plan beforehand like a, like in the key moments everybody's gonna be amazing yeah. and, and I I hate seeing uh, wedding videos because I see all the moments that I missed <laughs> you know really yeah. it's so, so it's like oh I was here oh I missed this Mm. So it's it's always intriguing and it's important to it's it's a feedback to <laughs> to see all the moments I missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. No, it's good, man. <laughs> we need that. We need that. Yeah. 
you for the listeners out there mm-hmm. who won't have heard of you uh-huh. the one person out there who won't yeah. have heard no, of you. No, 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 no. It's, it's a big huge industry why don't you yeah. introduce yourself uh-huh. and what you do okay. tell, tell us about yourself okay <laughs> that this is the boring part <laughs> No, well, I'm I'm a I'm a Mexican photographer based in Mexico, mm-hmm. shooting weddings in Mexico. <laughs> Sometimes outside now, but I prefer to shoot in my country. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my couples nowadays are um, destination weddings. Uh, people fly like like you guys, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. people come to you. Uh, in Mexico, they go because it's beautiful and it's cheap. Maybe here's the opposite. <laughs> But like because it's beautiful, but it's not that cheap. You yeah. know, we're like, still cheap over here. I think I think yeah. Americans come over. We're no, but cheap like now. the Mexican peso man is like it's like I think it's like twenty five pesos for one pound. Yeah. Okay. Know? So it's cheaper. Yeah. You know? Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I I've been doing this for thirteen years now, mm-hmm. and every time I grab a camera, it's it's scary for me. But I I, I wanna. Scare as many traditional couples as possible, and and it took me a lot of years to to understand that. Mm-hmm. Right? No, because uh, even a creative job can be boring if if you do it the safe way, mm-hmm. right? So my my idea is just to empower my kids and that they can believe in themselves and they can follow something that if you become an adult, it doesn't mean that you're gonna be boring. <laughs> no, <laughs> that you can still enjoy that you can still enjoy life and mm-hmm. find. Uh, a meaning for it, and yeah. sometimes you have to sacrifice sacrifice things to get there. Yeah, yeah. You said you like shooting in Mexico in your home country, uh-huh. maybe a wee bit more. Uh-huh. Is that partly to do with family, so you're not away from them as much? Well, I still have to fly. Yeah, like Mexico is huge, so so most of my True. weddings are in the touristy areas. Right. So it's still like a two hour flight for me to to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of the holidays, uh, a lot of the weekends, I'm I'm gonna be traveling. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's fun. Like you think that after 13 years you know all your stuff, but it's not. Yeah. Every wedding, I feel the butterflies inside, and there's a lot of things that can go wrong on a wedding day. Yep. So I'm, most of the time I w- I work by myself. So it's it's challenging. And yeah. The yeah. last wedding I shot, I, I I hit my head and I started to bleed. Oh my god! You know, just before the ceremony, <laughs> so no one wants a bleeding photographer, right? No, nope. <laughs> on the wedding day. So yeah, thank God it wasn't nothing serious, too serious. But mm-hmm. yeah, the pressure's on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you got you got through it okay. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Uh, you, you didn't put any blood on the dress. No, like, uh... no, no only on my face and <laughs> my glasses. You know, <laughs> it looked oh like god. a scary movie. You know, <laughs> but yeah, but they, they were like they were cool with it, and so you just. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's what you got to do, right? Yeah, and it's weddings are like that. There's no control. Yeah, you know? if if you are a wedding photographer and you want control, like become a studio photographer. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Something that it's gonna be more low pace and chilled. Yeah, yeah. I prefer uh, the no control because then it's you just have to go with the flow and react to things, and mm-hmm. it keeps you fast. Yeah, yeah. But what mm-hmm. got you into weddings originally? Well, uh, before. Doing weddings, I worked for a, a newspaper, and then I worked for a, a TV station, right? And then an ad agency. Okay. So I knew that I needed a camera in, on my hands. Yeah. But I was doing like uh, cinematography as well. 
I was doing like a Tex-Mex music videos and just like a independent rock bands music mm -hmm. videos as well. Yep. Super low budget. Like this was before <laughs> DSLRs. Right. So awesome. trying to make a video look good was something difficult, you know? <laughs> and yeah. I really enjoyed that. Uh -huh. I was doing everything, like uh, from, from the directing to the uh, editing to the color correcting. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was fun. I, lo I love that part. But then, I don't know, uh, still uh, got me. You know, I think the editing part killed me a little right. bit back in the days because you had to see everything while you were capturing. Mm -hmm. So, woof. Yeah. And I think uh, photography for me was, um, wedding photography was a little bit liberating. Right. Because if you remove the creative director and the client and then you're only selling a, a point of view, it, it can be quite fun mm -hmm. and intrigued. But still, uh, every, every year I feel the nerves. Like hopefully enough Couples will gonna find me, and we're gonna work together. Yeah, like social media and all that. It's it's perception, your followers and everything. It's 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 something, but the bookings, it's a, it's another story. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. So I mean, like thirteen years. Mm -hmm. It's been a hell of a journey. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. So where did your journey start, uh -huh. and then where has it taken you? So I was born and raised in a border town. Mm -hmm. So my first wedding was for the guitar player of my high school band. Mm -hmm. And I, I gave that session, that wedding for free because I wanted to to see if I liked it. So I just went to Google and say, okay, wedding photographer. And then I found like cheesy stuff all over <laughs> because I type it in Spanish. Right. And then okay. I type it in English and I discovered this universe of photographers that a few of them have become my friends in, mm -hmm. in this journey. Yeah. And I'm lucky because I have... I learned a lot from those guys. And since my first year, I went to different places to to learn. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's what I'm always telling, that education has pushed me. It's yeah. better to feel like, like shit than feel pleased with your work. Because if you're happy with your work, you're done. Yeah, You're not mm -hmm. going to keep pushing your boundaries. Yeah. So these 13 years have taught me that hopefully there's 13 more to come, you know, <laughs> and, and just keep going in that direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but most of my weddings, yeah, that I started shooting locally and then I saw the potential because I saw a video of another guy that he was doing like same day edits right? Yeah. Uh, on, on photography. So okay. I started to do that on, on, on Mexican weddings. Okay. Because like this, our universe of uh, wedding creators, it's, it's so small. Yeah. <laughs> and we think that our clients or our, our couples know it and they don't know who's who. Yeah. Right, so so I was trying to learn from everyone, and then try to bring it to to my city and and my country. Mm -hmm. So that that's why I, my my formula has worked because I was just mixing all my heroes. You know, it, my style it's not it's not my style. It's it's just a mix, a fusion of all the people that I admire. Yeah, I suppose we're we're all kind of filters with yeah. all the things that we that we like, and we take the bits that we like, leave the bits that we don't, mm -hmm. and then that kind of becomes the stuff that we create if we yes. change it up a little bit and the stuff goes into our heads we think mm. and then the stuff that comes out yeah is our work it's so our work yeah yeah but like like i don't know like uh like i i love seeing works from people from all over the world because they ambition i don't know the meaning of love in a different way mm. like you know uh rafael boyar from poland yep yeah like he's amazing you know and he sees in a different way. And he's doing a lot of like animation and video uh -huh. and mixing it with photography. 
So it's like, wow, it's empowering. It's like, okay, there's still a long way to go. You know? yeah. And I love that. It's uh-huh. when you feel like you're like the big, the biggest guy in the room, like you have to change rooms, you know, you have to keep learning and working. And yeah. for me, that's, that's the fun and, and the encouraged part, the, the difficult and fun part of, of this industry. Yeah. You know, you have to always keep pushing it. Mm-hmm. And now trends are faster. Yeah. Trends like, Back in the day, like you can do the same formula for 20, 30 years and you're going to have a decent life. Now, like that wedding photography or wedding video- videography has become cool to do. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a different, right? Yeah. 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 And yeah. I like that challenge. Yeah. It's funny when you mentioned being happy with your work, that's when you stop being good, essentially. Mm-hmm. There, I don't think there's one wedding and Greg hates me for this. Uh-huh. When I leave a wedding, I'm like, oh man, I didn't get the shot. I didn't do this well. I didn't do that well. Mm. And it's that, that kind of motivates me to be like, pull out something special in an edit. Because uh-huh. it's one thing just to capture the footage and, and the pictures, yeah. but it's your interpretation of what you do with that image. You know, the way you color it, yeah. you know, the way you put music behind it, the story that you tell. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of create something different over here. And I'm, I quite like that. Yeah. And it gives me a little bit of relief sometimes. Yeah. But um, I'm a talker uh-huh. after a wedding. Yeah. Greg hates that. <laughs> on the, on the drive home from a wedding, he's always like, oh, I don't think we've got enough footage. Like, mm-hmm. do, do you think we've done okay there? <laughs> did then did get you in, get a shot of this? And, into the yeah. edit and he sees what we've wrote and he's like, oh, yeah, we can make something awesome from this. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but, but we need that. We, that doubt. I think, yeah, it's yeah. A, that doubt's going to keep us pushing ourselves. I mm. think, yeah. You sort of, you hinted at your style and stuff and something I've heard you mention before or a word that is related to you is visbons. Uh-huh. So what is a visbon? What's a visbon? Uh, it's it's just like a, a, it's a, a made-up work that's bees because visuals and bonds because of boners. So it's just like my favorite images. <laughs> I call them visbons just to... Visual boners. Visual boners, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So what, what would make an image a visual boner? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the ones I share, you know, the ones okay. that I think that they have my stamp on it. Yeah. You know, that, those are the ones that uh, that have that hashtag. Cool, cool. <laughs> Is this, do you use that only on your images or would you see another photographer and go, that's a Visbon? No, I use it on, on my, my own stuff. <laughs> okay, it, that's cool. It's just a Let's way go. to separate yourself, you know, that, that <laughs> at least you think that you're producing something special. Uh-huh. No, but you know, it's a mix, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Part of the branding, man. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's so good. How did you become confident enough mm. to shoot so creatively mm-hmm. at a wedding? Okay. Because I'm sure loads of people out there are just like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Or I don't see the world in, in the way that fair does or by being disrespectful. It's uh, it's, it's number <laughs> one. Yeah. Because, uh, after a few years, like shooting everything through backlight can be quite boring mm-hmm. for me. And it's challenging that like, okay, okay. We know that that's a romantic shot, but what else? Like asking, asking those kind of questions, yeah. what uh-huh. else can I do with a cool couple in a cool location? You know, I, I I I need that challenge to to try different things, right? Mm. And and it also depends on where your background is, like the the things that you consume as a as a photographer or as a, uh-huh. or as a visual creator. It's gonna influence you. Yeah. So for me, it's it's about trying to honor the people that I respect, not in this industry, but in the visual industry. Mm-hmm. 
that that's challenging. Like I try not to follow my friends because they're going to influence me. Yeah. So my Instagram feed, it's more about uh, cinematographers and illustrators, something that it's going to make me think in a different way when I have a couple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because at least the creative things or the creative part, it's, it's going to be, or the portraits, it's like 5% of the day or sometimes less. So that's when I try to become creative. Everything else is going to capture reality, but that 5% or 2% is going to be a dream for me. So I, and my clients or my couples know that, mm-hmm. and I try to make them part of my journey as well. Right. So I yeah. say, let, let's play together, let's experiment together, and see if we can get something cool out mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you actually mentioned at the workshop that you feel like we're kind of cannibalizing our own industry, right? If, if we only consume wedding photography yeah. or wedding videography, yes, we yeah. we are definitely are. Mm. And then you were you asked everyone to unfollow each other. Yeah, <laughs> panic least, ensued. Did dude, you did yeah. you see yourself go? Oh, no, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. My followers will go. Yeah, no, no. It, it, we have to. I think we have to. We have to. We have to build a wall as Donald Trump yeah. <laughs> for other for other photographers. You know, wedding photographers. Yeah. So you so you yeah. you want the wall, <laughs> like the, the, the creative wall. We need a creative wall. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I like I don't know, like I, I get a lot of inspiration from 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 cinematographers uh, mm. because yeah, I don't care about this story so much. Like yeah. the once upon a time, you know, I, we know how it's gonna end. Every mm-hmm. wedding is gonna end in, in the same way, so we we can play with what's in the middle. Yeah, so I had this conversation with people, or with I can't remember who it was exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the conversation went along the lines of like everyone describes themselves as storytellers. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems to be. The hit word right now, mm, storytellers, yeah, you know, yeah. telling everything with stories and stuff. And um, I kind of got to thinking, obviously, there is a story in a wedding. Mm-hmm. And last year, I was kind of pushing the more abstract kind of mm-hmm. shots a wee bit during the earlier part of the year. And that kind of went away and I started, I suppose, concentrating more on the the kind of basic storytelling mm-hmm. shots, you yeah. know. Um, but then I was like, you know what, I, th- I feel like I want to be a little bit more abstract this year. Because I... I feel like I am like I have like go to shots as Greg says you know mm-hmm. I love having couples walking towards each other yeah right symbolically I just feel like it's a perfect a perfect scene for describing what they're actually doing at a wedding you know mm-hmm. they're coming together and yeah. spending that moment and that's a nice shot for me yeah but um there's also other things like I like playing with like the idea of being lonely mm-hmm. and stuff and how you portray that and even just like things that don't make sense mm-hmm. story wise, and I, I love Jennifer's talk because she was talking about emotions mm-hmm. and um, and what a shot says to you, not on a visual level, mm-hmm. but on an emotional level. Yeah, and I feel like I want that's what I'm gonna try for me. That's my goal yeah. is to try and tell things more on an emotional level rather than a story. Mm-hmm. If does that make sense? Yeah, Playing yeah. With, it, like, it, it was the feeling, as, as like it's, yeah. it's the feeling, not not the obvious. No, like yeah, uh, exactly. We want to capture how it felt to be there, mm-hmm. and not only yeah, this is a room with a bride or with someone wearing dry, uh, white dress. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I get it. It's uh, but yeah, you you it's it's sensibility or sensitivity. Yeah. No, like, uh, it, that, and that's what it's gonna separate everyone. Mm. Uh, we have to always be thinking about how I'm gonna uh, uh, show that the the investment that they're doing on me is gonna be worth it. Yeah, mm. 
So yeah, that's that's for me. That's where like if if I see like an art gallery if, or or a artistic movie, it's it's gonna lead me in different ways mm-hmm. when I have my camera because in the end. We're working with pixels, <laughs> yeah. And we're something. It's a freaking robot that we have to make them feel. Mm-hmm. So, so that's yeah. that's quite intriguing, you know. Because yeah, we can do mm-hmm. snapshots or we can do video snapshots. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone can do that. Yeah, I just put the camera in front of you and then just press record, right? Yeah. But then you can challenge. What else? How if I change the angle? Will it will it gonna change the story? Mm-hmm. You know or and I think as well, like we we overestimate uh, storytelling mm-hmm. because in the end, I, I think the mind doesn't doesn't remember like in a linear way. So 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 yeah. we can we can manipulate. We're like time travelers. Yeah, and we're gonna create stories for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and and the memories, it's 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 our responsibility to to capture. Yeah. But yeah, just a simple image. If you underexpose it and it's moodier, mm-hmm. you no know, people don't see like that. Yeah. Our eyes just like compensate for everything, and everything has texture and dimension and detail. But we're like, no, it's an ugly room. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. underexpose yeah. to only show the the light on the on the bride's face, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or the opposite. We can overexpose like crazy, and that means happiness. Yeah. You know, and it, so it's technicalities transform into into emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to give an example of just how powerful people like us are at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Like these are people's memories yeah. uh, that you can affect, and you can change the way that they perceive their wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was I was given a lift home uh, by uh, John Clark, and he was telling me that he shot some photographs, and it was it was like during one of the kind of boring elements of mm-hmm. a of a wedding day. Uh, air air bunny quotes. So the speeches, and it was the best man, the father, and the groom. So standard. Yeah. Um, I think the best man didn't do a great job okay but the father and the groom were they were okay but what he had done is just just in the sequence of images and he you know put in order mm-hmm. he had the best man and then people laughing mm-hmm. but not shot from that speech from other parts of the speech yeah but you put them in that order and suddenly the best man who has maybe been thinking that he bombed during the speech, he was like, oh, it's terrible. He sees those kind of laughs, and then he goes, oh, you know what? I didn't do too bad. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, you've made someone feel better about their speech, and then you've changed the kind of perception of a part of the day for at least one person, and that's kind of a powerful thing. And yeah. that's not even the couple. You know, the couple, like like you said, you, you, you don't like watching wedding films because you feel like you missed parts of yeah. the day. No, that's what the couple feel like because they miss parts of the the day too. And that's mm-hmm. kind of part of our job is to capture those moments as well for them. Mm-hmm. For them, yeah. um, put it in a way that you know I don't want to make them feel like they missed out, mm. but that they created these moments for their loved ones. Yeah, visual yeah. legacies are something that you sort of talk about quite a lot, and mm-hmm. people see your Instagram feed and it's those amazing creative shots. Mm-hmm. But I know you also love to capture the moments and the emotion and document those parts of the day. Yeah. So how do you approach the documenting of the cocktail hour mm-hmm. to the creative couple shoot? How do you approach them differently? What's your mindset when you go into yeah. each section of the day? Yeah, I, I try to use as, as much as available light as possible. So the same, I want to capture like how, how it felt to be there. Like, a, I don't know if it's a cocktail hour, 
like you can be obvious you can be taking pictures of people yep. mm -hmm. reacting or you can use maybe just focus on hands you can tell the whole cocktail hour only with hands like with cigarettes and with whiskey or like kids playing as well you know or or the bartender as well yeah that's that's an important guy that sometimes people don't photograph you know so it, it's the same like you have to be able to be changing from different uh like protagonists like it's not only about the bride and groom it's it's about the the the, the feeling and 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 the the sensation of 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 each part of the day and everybody's going to tell the different the story in the same different ways like i like to try to capture the action and the reaction in the same picture and that can be a little bit tricky because you can you're going to you're going to create messier uh, compositions yeah you know? if you only focus on on one hand okay that's cool you know but then you need a complementary image of what's happening on the other side yeah yeah so you you can you can simplify by by taking one action and then capturing the reaction or you can challenge yourself and try to capture both things in one frame mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm, i'm always trying to do bo both ways yeah? yeah i really i really like that and as filmmakers i think we need to simplify ourselves because generally you know you look at someone's expression where are they looking you show what they're looking at uh -huh. you know so it is kind of like that bitty whereas yeah just having that open up and see what's all happening in the one frame i mm -hmm. quite like that um but you're gonna sacrifice a little bit of uh, the yeah the precision like yes. uh, like uh, if you're shooting with a 200 okay you're telling the viewer look at this yeah mm -hmm. but if you're using a 24 you know like people are gonna be like where do i have <laughs> yeah, to look exactly, exactly. No, so so that's 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 the important part maybe you're gonna sacrifice attention but you're going to add context. Mm -hmm. So that's that's always a good choice to have. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I love using prime lenses because you have two options. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. So so it, it challenged me as well. Mm -hmm. So is there any kind of unique way that you approach all the other live elements of a, of a day? Mm -hmm. Or is it just you're just looking for moments and like what, yeah. what's your... Well, the, the fun part for moments is like we know the script already. Yeah. Every wedding is quite similar. So for me, the important thing is uh, trying to analyze if I'm going to risk on the important moments or not. Okay. I mean, like uh, composition-wise uh, or where I'm going to be when, when they're going to share the, I don't know, the rings or the work where the first case is going to happen and what I'm going to sacrifice if I choose to, to take it from there. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, I did a wedding in, in France a few years ago and I went to the top of a mountain <laughs> Uh, to capture while the bride was walking down the aisle. So again, you know you're going to sacrifice a few moments, but yeah. you're believing or you're trusting that that image is going to tell the whole story. Yeah. Okay. And then I run like crazy, you know, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew Oof. I was going to miss a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. So so that that's that's the fun part on when real things are happening. I, huh. I will never say to a bride, eh, please uh, repeat that moment again for me. No? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of that happens a lot with well, that happens a lot more mm -hmm. in the video world. Mm -hmm. They get the stuff to repeat, but n never for the genuine moments. It's yeah. just never gonna have that same mm. emotion and same feel if you say just do that again. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna look reenacted. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when you say someone to walk, they're gonna look like robots, not like a <laughs> like walk and talk. Like they're gonna like it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So so yeah I, I, yeah. I know that for video you need more material because of the editing process. Yeah. No, but yeah, it will be a good challenge to say, okay, this wedding we're not going to control anything. 
Ooh, try yeah. that. Try that. Yeah. That's a challenge, guys, for <laughs> that you. That's definitely a challenge. Yeah. Uh, maybe take that one. Yeah. Maybe take that one. Okay. <laughs> How, how did you find your tone then? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you talked about, obviously, how different people would capture the day differently. What's mm-hmm. what's your tone? What's mm-hmm. what, what do you want to say to your couples with their with your images? I think I, I, I try to capture a lot of, uh, like, the missing parts. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to do the safe stuff as fast as I can. The safe represents, like, the people laughing yep. or people interacting with each other. But... There's there's always a a backstory, mm-hmm. and sometimes we we don't see those. Like I, I love like I don't know going to the kitchen and seeing the chef that's working his ass off to to make everybody happy. You know I I love that kind of stuff. Or if if a speech is happening, maybe there's like a like some millennials like checking their Instagram account mm-hmm. while an amazing speech is happening. You no, know, so there's there's <laughs> always a different story going on. Yeah. So we can see the obvious, or or we can try to like see it in three hundred and sixty degrees mm-hmm. and and challenge ourselves. Yeah. So I'm always trying to 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 find the the side story of of, of the main action, mm-hmm. and it's tiring as well. Yeah. Because the easy things, it's it's obvious. Yeah. The the the, the white the white dress and the black suit, go. You know, <laughs> and then you you deliver this like uh, I don't know this uh, archive of just two people. And sometimes you don't feel the energy of the room, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's 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 always about making a choice and and knowing that you're going to sacrifice a lot of things, uh, mm-hmm. trusting in your in in your vision. Yeah. So so yeah, like a, a good mentor of mine, uh, his name is Sergio, mm-hmm. Sergio photographer. He always told me like you have to enter a wedding with fresh eyes, like you're from Mars or from I don't know Pluton or or Saturn, <laughs> and you're yeah. entering this place for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that way, it's going to be more liberating, mm-hmm. and you're going to see the beauty in in the normal things, in the ordinary things that we have in front of us. Because sometimes it can be another wedding, no? Like you can lose the magic of yeah. of the beautiful landscape or mm-hmm. the beautiful venue. So it's it's always challenging. Yeah, I think a lot of people when they get into the height of wedding season, so to call it, mm-hmm. they can just get into autopilot mm-hmm. and just being like, "Oh, I'm I know I'm going to get this moment." But you're right, they need to start sort of seeing it new again. Yeah. Being like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. It's something just very simple, but might be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. And, and for me, the portraits are like that. Like, yeah, you have this beautiful place. Okay, let's try to make something uh, interesting out of uh, out of an ugly place. And and that's challenging and it's going to be fun. So mm-hmm. when you create something fun, it's going to inspire you. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy but it's going to inspire you. Mm-hmm. So the next part of the wedding, you're going to be full of life. Yeah. So yeah. that's 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 my drive. Mm-hmm. Like on the wedding day, when you're trying to sort of create something interesting mm-hmm. out of an ugly place, uh-huh. how do you find that? Is it sometimes a challenge and do you find you really struggle at times? Or uh-huh. how do you go about that on the day, sort of yeah. finding that interesting place? Well, you have to have like your own like formulas. So for me, when I'm in in a, in a place that I don't know, I'm always trying to find like the clean, the clean wall or the yeah. cleanest background possible, and then I try to find if if hopefully we have decent life there, light, sorry, and then we have to add like an interaction with the couple, but yeah, it's always trying to find the cleanest yeah. place possible. Mm-hmm. So that's doable no matter where the location is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And cool. if, yeah. if 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 it has like interesting symmetry, fuck yeah. You can you can add another layer as well. 
With Jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives. Whether you provide a service like design, development or photography or offer advice to clients, With Jack is for you. It's focused on creatives. Insurance shouldn't be complicated, so With Jack has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms or faff, it means less. It's not about endless features and stale service. It's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye bye, unnecessary fuss. Hello, creative friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. Obviously, you mentioned different parts of the, the day, but mm-hmm. I think the way that I break down to the simplest part, mm-hmm. right, is the the couple session that we uh-huh. have on the day just with the couple themselves uh-huh. and then everything else. So the live aspect. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Because the couple shoot is the only thing that you really have a modicum of control. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and, and most of the time it's, it's not because you're timed and the, you know, the planner's like, right, come on, we need uh-huh. to be doing the speeches or, or, or whatever it is. Yeah. What is your approach to just the couple session? Uh-huh. Like, like what, What's your first step? You've got the couple, mm-hmm. then what? What's your goal? Well, I usually get them a, be- a beer or a wine so they can <laughs> relax as well. Okay, so they're, they're already liking you then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're not models. You know, they're yeah. normal yeah. people. Uh, they're, they're not used to be photographed. Mm-hmm. So so I, I ask them to have like five minutes so I can find the coolest place that I can mm-hmm. find, sorry, in the area. Yeah. And then once I find my composition, I say, okay, you, the one who's wearing white, <laughs> stand over here. Yeah, and the other dude, yeah, the ugly, the ugly guy, always in the background, blurry, you know. Uh, and so it's <laughs> so it's building something for them. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the same, I'm not stupid. I'm gonna do that same pose or composition with emotion, with a last of another uh-huh, crap. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna go and try to create something for me. And as well, like I, I don't think that we need a lot of portraits. Okay. No, I, I like. Are, are you married, guys? Or no? I'm not. I am. Okay. Yes. So, how many portraits bigger than four by six <laughs> have you printed on your walls? Uh, ooh, not that many. Not that many, right? No. Yeah. So we want to deliver like a lot. So we're yeah. thinking about uh, quantity. Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay, if I have ten minutes, I have to deliver ten awesome portraits. Like, no, not really. So I usually do like a safe shot, like the mm-hmm. one that grandma wants. Yep. Yeah, and then I try to maybe create one or two interesting images for me. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that that's my goal. Like light for me, it's it's not my biggest priority. Okay. So that's why I never say that I'm a professional photographer, because <laughs> photographer represents uh, like painting with light or writing with light. Yeah. And for me, it's composition is number one, mm-hmm. and then I start to add the elements, the mm-hmm. simplicity, uh, the symmetry, and forgetting about love. On portraits. Yeah. So the essence of a couple, does that ever like cross your mind? You're like, okay, well, this is a, this is a fun couple. I want to create an image that's representative of them. Uh-huh. Does that go through your head? Or at this point, are you just kind of like, well, I have pushed this content out that uh-huh. kind of, that like, that's my style, uh-huh. you know? So couples are going to come to you kind of with that characteristic already in them. Mm-hmm. So, so what is that? Yeah. I, for me, it's the same. I, I want to make them part of my... Uh, concept mm-hmm. 
because yeah, I'm gonna have only a few minutes to create something. Yeah, and usually they book maybe because of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why I only show uh, most of my social media is portraits because yeah. that's my hook. And then after they like it, I'm gonna send them this storytelling part, air quotes, <laughs> <laughs> so, so they can they can have a better idea what a fool when sees uh, through my vision. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah, I, I don't want to make anyone how uh, say lie to anyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't want to stand like I'm like mixed signals. I want them to to see the creative part, and then I always tell them, please guys, check the slideshows. If you see yourself in the images, we're gonna be a good match. If not, I can refer you to other photographers mm-hmm. that that can please you a bit better than me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you have any other tips, to, like to to make the couple relax? Just provoke them, man. You Provo- know? Provoke uh, yeah, them. Provoke them as much as you can. How do you provoke them? I. I Say bad words. Uh, <laughs> I tell them to like to fight against each other, like in with uh, nicknames. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So they they can do like a like a war, a nickname war. Yeah. And usually that that relax them as well. Totally. You know, so yeah. yeah. Or if if I want to do the the romantic stuff, I just tell them to touch, uh, to talk with their hands mm-hmm. instead of their mouths. And so it's it's just small exercises yeah yeah but cool. uh, yeah i don't i don't i prefer to like a serendipity like when you're taking a picture uh, like yesterday and then a police officer walked by and it was part of the frame you know so we added that magic element yeah. that yeah. you cannot plan or sometimes a fly was it's, it's gonna fly by and you use it as well so, yeah um, i prefer that uh-huh. but if, if if i don't have a strong composition yeah i'm not justifying mm-hmm. their investment yeah uh, who was it who had the uh, helicopter dick quote? Did did you? Yeah, probably. Liam. Uh, yeah, Crawley, Liam. Yeah, Liam. Yeah. Oh my it's god! Awesome, man. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that, that you'd need a special kind of relationship yeah. with your couple to be able to do that and get away with it in this country. Yeah, but, but it's, it's well, they know in advance. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you're selling the tone. If you go to <laughs> yeah. his website, they represent that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like a, but it's the same. We have to be completely honest with them. Mm-hmm. The mood that we write on our website and and our Insta stories, if we are like super serious, they're gonna expect that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So we have to sell our brand in as many ways as we can. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think a lot of people they do just default to that. Oh, you couldn't do that here. You couldn't. Yeah. With a Scottish couple, you couldn't say things like that. They would react crazy. But you're right. If if that tone is coming through on your website, they're booking you for that tone. Mm-hmm. So they are gonna react the way you want them to. Yeah, and 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 if no one else is doing it, there's an opportunity there. Yep. Yeah, it's so easy to judge, uh, like a to be like God, like you should not. No, <laughs> that, that, there's a way to 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 find the holes in the system, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. that's that can be inspiring. And we are entrepreneurs. How you say entrepreneurs? Yep. Uh, yeah, entrepreneurs, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we need to to fight that. No, it's it's not about like if you find like a block road. Oh no, I, I cannot cross it. You can jump it. You can you can, I don't know. You can go under. There's always ways. Yeah. Let's talk about your Instagram and uh-huh. I suppose your brand, right? Uh-huh. For a lot of newcomers uh-huh. to the industry, right? They see all these amazing images and they might get the idea that that is what they do. Okay, and every photo that they take, mm-hmm. it's gonna be that. Okay, on your talk, mm-hmm. you mentioned that. Photographers are kind of like hookers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I thought was hilarious. But you're kind of right. It's the balance between what we want to do mm-hmm. and what our couples 
want had to have captured right uh-huh so obviously you're going to be posting the stuff that reflects you mm-hmm. i think for most of the time talk to us about that idea of essentially being both and and mm-hmm. how you and how you feel about that yeah i think that if we wanted to be like truly artists we, we wouldn't be shooting weddings mm-hmm. okay you will be trying to make an exhibition and and going to galleries and like suffering about money as well <laughs> yeah yeah because that that's that requires hard work. Mm. No, I, I never wanted to be an artistic photographer. That wasn't part of my of yeah. my dream. Mm-hmm. No, so I, I I always admire like uh, if we compare to musicians. I I like musicians that have this amazing concept, but they can still sell tickets. Okay, I don't want to go super experimental and crazy noises <laughs> and and you know like you, you you're gonna make your market super small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so you have to always be aware that you're gonna scare a lot of normal people mm-hmm. if you are too harsh on on your style. So for me, like in in the photography farm, I, I show them uh, my first year images, so they can see that it requires a lot of freaking years yeah. <laughs> to to get better mm-hmm. and and to be honest with what you have. And and for me, my style, it was because of my friends. Uh, I I require a lot of input. Mm-hmm. To find my voice, it, it you're not born with that voice, you know. Maybe one every ten millions, you know. But mm-hmm. I think we always need to to have uh, people that love us and and tell us like you're not doing it right. Like watch mm-hmm. out, you can be better. Or yeah. have you have you noticed this in your images? Mm-hmm. So this community for me, it's 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 amazing. Yeah, because they're there for you if you if you give yourself to them as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I think that nowadays everybody wants to be. The best as fast as they can, yeah. and that's that's a downfall because we're not doing this to be uh, recognized. Yeah. I think for mm-hmm. for me this is this is just like a, a consequence. Uh, I I wasn't expecting to to become a speaker or to be here with you guys. Is yeah. I'm just trying to do my best, and then people start to notice. And if if you weren't noticing, it's like okay, I can I'm gonna keep doing my stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there's a book, a beautiful book called uh, An Audience of One. And I love that that kind of reading because it's more about yeah, reading for yourself and finding your your pack or yeah. your your crowd, and everything else can go and pipiri dipi, you know, and and <laughs> and don't care about what you do. Yeah, because if you want to please everyone, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, and and so what I try to do is I can have control before they book me. I tell them my rules. I tell them what I need to create, mm-hmm. but most of the time. The wedding day starts and things change. Yeah, you know the the, the everybody wants the, the the super traditional stuff, so you have to be reminding them. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, remember. Maybe the couple they know you, but the mother of the bride doesn't, yeah. <laughs> or, or the niece, or the uncles, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's when I do everything that they ask me, but I still have to push that against so I can create images for me. Yeah, because the worst thing to do is like. Finish a wedding, go back to your hotel room or your house, and you say, I didn't do anything for me. Mm. So you have to be taking a few images for them, then a few images for you, and you have to be able to play with frustration. Come and go, come and go. <laughs> and that requires a specific kind of character as well. Yeah. yeah. So so when you give your images, like what mm-hmm. percentage represents the stuff that you shot for yourself mm-hmm. and the stuff that you shot for them? Well, how I deliver things, I, I, I first... Show them my my best off. Okay. 
and then I wait for a week or so, and then I send them like a the storytelling stuff, <laughs> like the slideshow. Yeah, that it's like maybe half and half. I think for the slideshow. Okay. And then I wait one more week and I deliver everything else, like the entire gallery. So, so for me, I need that. I need them to see, okay, you book me because of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then here's your story. And then here's the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that seems pretty unique. Like I've not heard of anyone else delivering in that sort of staggered approach. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I- imagine that you're getting married and then I, go to your house with a big box with a thousand images yeah you know they're not sorted they're just like a big box of <laughs> images and here hey here you go greg your wedding pictures it's quite <laughs> overwhelming he's overwhelming yeah, you don't yeah. know which one and mm, so we are the experts well yeah. that's why we think we are <laughs> yeah, yeah. so so you have we have to guide them like okay these these are the ones you know, like you can even like use gloves, you know, like uh, <laughs> here, here are the best ones and then here's everything else and then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I try to do it. And so far it, it has worked. It's also like, you know, when you give your product over, you're just doing that once. Mm-hmm. But the way you're doing it is like, well, here's a, here's a treat and then mm-hmm. here's another one mm-hmm. and then here's another thing you're going to like. Yeah. And here's all of these moments are going to be like, oh, he's just giving me good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff all the time. It's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, and then you can surprise, even if it's not in the contract, with something extra, you know, like a few prints, like yes. finer prints, mm-hmm. and that's that's gonna, you know, that's gonna be worth it for them as well. Yeah, yeah. and and like in video, I have seen that uh, a lot of videographers they they prefer like the long version video uh, instead of the the highlight one. But I think it's we always need feedback from our real couples, not from our peers. Yeah. So I always try to to do that to my to my ask them like, hey. If you have a chance, can we have a couple of beers and tell me what I did right, what what I missed? Was the investment worth it? Okay, you know, and that yeah. requires a lot of cojones, yep. but yeah. but it's gonna help you in in, in your in your career as well. Yeah, and is that, you try and do that in person, like you say, try and get a beer and well, actually I, have a conversation with them rather than send out a questionnaire or something. I think it, like face to face, it's yeah. always uh, more powerful. But most mm. of my couples, I, they don't live in my city, so usually I try to do like a Skype meeting if I can, okay. if I have a chance. If not, yeah, you can do the yeah. questionnaire. Mm-hmm. But I think it's always better to so they can listen to your voice. Now there's a lot of apps. I, I use one that's called Bonjoro, oh, yeah. and you can record like video messages so they oh, can cool. see them. And you know, it's it's. I think it's yeah. The more personal we can do it, the better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, yeah, if you send them a form, there there might be like they might not want to fill it out because one, it's so impersonal, and two, they might feel like oh, they're just trying to get a testimonial section for their yeah. website or something. So it doesn't it doesn't feel genuine. They're not asking for a real reason, like how they connected with the film. Mm-hmm. They're asking so that they can then sell more product. Yeah. So Even I guess you know, if you're walking on the streets and they say, "Yo, fill this form, and I'm I'm gonna give you like twenty Twenty uh, pounds? pounds, yeah. You might be like, no, 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 fuck off, man. I, I, I want to keep walking. <laughs> yeah. So it's the same. Like it doesn't feel natural. Yeah. So, so it's it's better to to make it live. It's interesting that earlier you said you don't see yourself as an artistic photographer or mm-hmm. an artist mm. because when we were speaking to Cole last week, he referred to your work as pure creativity. Mm. It's interesting that other people see your work differently to how you feel. Mm-hmm. But but I think that uh, maybe like a, a true artist is going to create no matter what. 
and as wedding photographers, we're selling it. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. trying to find people who are going to feel appealed to, to our job. Right. So that's that's what I think. That that's why yeah, it's 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 a job. It's a creative job. Yep. Yes, but at the same at the same time you have to sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Maybe like a singer-songwriter as well. You can you can you can be this bohemian guy, you know, like playing in your uh, family garage and just like playing for you or you can be playing in a freaking stadium, you know? And and so it, it's a different approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I I don't want stadiums, you know, but at, at <laughs> least I want to have a decent life for my family because if my stuff stop working, I still have to provide for my family. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm willing to change whatever it takes. My family goes first. the The art goes second. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. That that's what I'm. Don't consider myself an artist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, we have we have to keep it real, <laughs> right? Because it's so easy. Inspiration and aspiration. And yeah, but the, the reality is like, yeah, we have to pay the freaking bills. Let's talk then about that doubt mm-hmm. that you'd get, right? You you named that inner voice in your head, mm. which I thought was hilarious. Philomena. Philomena. Uh-huh. That's right. Why did you name him? Uh, well, I, I, I was uh, listening to a podcast and this girl, I sorry, I don't remember the name of, of the girl that she recommended that. Like, okay. Because our inner voice, it's not who we are. It's just all our like bad thoughts or all our questions and all our doubts. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy uh, to be controlled by them. Yeah. So a, a funky name, it's gonna it's gonna help you to relax and say and separate it from reality. Yeah. So that's uh, that, it's easier to like a lion, you know. If you imagine yourself as a lion, but maybe if it's a mice, eh? <laughs> so I, I can control a mice, not a lion. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's why the funky name. Yeah. And so what does it tell you? Like at a wedding day, what does that voice say to you? For me, it is that it's you're not gonna do a good job. Uh-huh. You know, you're not gonna have time to do what you what you're here to do. People are gonna treat you. People don't want to be photographed. You know, so I think as as videographers or photographers, we always need to have a smile on us. Yeah, yeah. When we're photographing weddings, even if if we're having a bad day, always a freaking smile. You know, but yeah, it's 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 my enemy. You know, that that voice is my freaking enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I yeah. I have to n- learn how to tame it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's daily. It's not like yesterday photographing in front of other photographers. Like Philomena was loud, man. Yeah, I can imagine. That. She was like, mm, "You're gonna suck," and you're you're like the imposter syndrome. You yeah. Know? Oh right. It's, yeah. It's it's, it's it's all about that. Uh-huh. Because you're 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 teaching air quotes your peers, and you don't know maybe they they have done this longer than you. you no, know? so so it's about that. Like you wanna you wanna perform. You wanna give something. That has value, mm-hmm. so yeah, the, that's when the pressure starts. Yeah. Speaking of other photographers, mm-hmm. throughout the years when you sort of learning photography and growing mm-hmm. up, has there been other photographers that you've looked up to, admired? Mm. Is there any just now that you think's doing incredible stuff? Yeah. Like even probably not in the wedding industry because yeah, no, no, no. Looking at that, no. <laughs> I, a lot of my friends are, are wedding photographers, yeah. or or most of my friends are wedding photographers. <laughs> <laughs> So so yeah, like in 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 the beginning, I still remember the first time I saw uh, Ben and Erin Christman. They're based in 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 the states, and it it was I was amazed. Uh, from the UK, uh, Jeff Askov, he right. that guy yeah. he was shooting with Leica cameras, all film, yeah, and it has this beautiful vibe. Uh, that was the same like when I was started. Anna Cooperberg, she's amazing how she can transform reality 
like real moments into just pieces of art yeah mm. for me uh then uh gave mcclintock for me from canada oh, yeah. i just yeah he he's a freaking teddy bear man but <laughs> you see his pictures and you think you're gonna meet this guy bohemian and no he's just a dude with a hoodie yeah so we have done a few things together and yeah i, I love that guy he was yeah. at farm last year yeah right yeah, 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 yeah he was good guy so so yeah like but at the same time i, I don't follow them you know i don't yeah. i don't want to feel like contaminated yeah sometimes yeah. i pick them i was like oh shoot yeah uh, yeah yeah they're rocking it then so yeah uh jeff newsom as well he's he's mm -hmm. one of my idols and now he's a good friend as well yeah. Uh, Sean Flanagan as well. I love his stuff because he breaks all the rules. <laughs> there, there's a lot of people out there. Uh, I'm, I'm missing a lot. Sorry for that. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful to, yeah. to have so talented friends and and then ignore them. <laughs> At least <laughs> ignore their job. You know, their their work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like the worst friend. Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah. give them a follow, man. No, no, no. But like if, if they're launching a new website, uh, like they're going to send it to me and we're going to interact and yeah. we're going to give us feedback. Yeah. But, but you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if your best friend was uh, an, uh, another filmmaker and he's like a super classic filmmaker because mm -hmm. you don't do like super classic stuff. Bravo. But yeah. I, I don't want to see that. You know, like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the one thing is a, a friendship and the other thing is it's a work, it's tough. I, I always recommend them, like cool movies to watch or I ask them, what have you seen lately? Or what song has it inspired you? Mm -hmm. Or what book, you know? It, it's not because we're photographers, we're going to get inspired in photography. Yeah. yeah. There's there's all these other uh, genres, genres or that stuff of things that we get creative from. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And podcast for me, it's, 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 our, it's up there. Yeah. yeah, I love I love a good yeah, <laughs> I love yeah a good right ass. yeah <laughs> because you can be doing something else and you but your mind it's like I don't know it's consuming everything yeah yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. the eyes can trick us so our, I trust more my ears yeah than than, than my eyes yeah. <laughs> recently last couple of episodes we've had some book recommendations from folk mm -hmm. but you've already mentioned a couple mm -hmm. in talking you mentioned films and music what band right now is top of mind for you who's inspiring you music wise mm. I, I i love this guy his name is trevor uh hall like h a h h a l l he's like a singer songwriter and right. he has i think right now is my favorite song it's called everything everything i need that's the name of the song and it's just like a mantra it's repeating yeah. the same stuff like twenty thousand times <laughs> but i love that energy yeah for me like dave matthews band it's, right. it's way up there uh, John Mayer, I love his stuff as well. Yeah, I, I prefer just like, to be totally honest, I don't care about the lyrics. Right. For me, it's all about the, the melody, how it mm -hmm. feels. <laughs> and if it feels good, they can be talking about something really bad. <laughs> but I, I, I prefer that, like the melody, it's going gonna, it's gonna to move me. And yeah. I think my, my work is like that. Like I, sometimes I post an image and, and people try to find crazy meanings. And I'm like, no, man, it's only a picture. Like, don't don't, yeah. don't overthink it. Don't uh -huh. overthink it. Yeah, I, for me, there's there's not a thought process. It's just mm -hmm. something that's gonna look interesting, and that's it. Yeah, it was. I can't remember who I was speaking to a while ago that they said if you can make someone, if it might be Neil Thomas Douglas, if you mm -hmm. can, because you've only got so much time before your image is gone. You know, a couple of seconds, yeah, if that. Mm -hmm. If you can make someone think, 
for just a second, you've mm-hmm. engaged them. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's good that people are like looking at your images that way and being like, oh, is there a meaning behind that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, but you don't have that control. Yeah, no, 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 totally, totally. If they ask me, I'm totally honest. Like, yeah, it was just a cool picture. Yeah. Yeah. We we improvised. Mm -hmm. You know, I I love improvising. Yeah. It's not, yeah, because my dad, when I was, nah. It's just a a simple image. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, we've been asking people at the end of the podcast Uh who they think that we should talk to, who they think would inspire Mm -hmm. people listening. Mm-hmm. Who who would you recommend that we speak like, to from the industry? Yeah, yeah. It or have to be it, uh-huh. though, like uh-huh. no, it doesn't. Planners, uh-huh. florists, anything. Filmmakers, yeah, yeah. 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 Or, or even just business owners, because we've we've spoke to people before that aren't in the wedding industry at all. Uh-huh. So yeah, any anyone that you think has a, a unique perspective on on things? For me, uh, Ken Robinson. He's he's a guy from the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. He's I don't know. I don't know what he is, but he's a speaker. Right. I love his his approach into into life and education and how we can change our perception of things. Uh, for me, that guy has helped me a lot with with his books and, okay. and keynotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I can, or Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. He's he's like a sounds oh, familiar. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a comic writer. Right. Uh, and he did like Coraline, like a stop animation movie. Oh, right. mm. Like. Yeah. Like I love his approach into into what he does, but he's he's like just remove all the freaking uh, justifications and just create art every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's 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 a way to simplify what his approach is. I think awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like more that. goal, more goals to reach for. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's cool. a lot of stuff there. Just stop watching wedding stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. Well, do you want to plug all your like where can people find you and where are you speaking next and all that kind of stuff? Well, I think if Ferjuaristi, I have all the information there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like a Patreon website. It's like a educational stuff, mm. like a Netflix for educating <laughs> photographers. Yeah. yeah, it's it's simple, but I'm doing it in Spanish because we don't have a lot of content. Right. So we're adding English subtitles as well. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Everything's in Spanish. So you're gonna hear me swear a lot and. Yeah, just my my real voice. (laughs) So you can learn some stuff from your photography, but you can also learn to speak Spanish. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just like behind the scenes videos of a few sessions, uh, a wedding as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't like to to put myself out there, you know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just just go and create your own shit, guys. That's that's the main goal of of what we do, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not very profound, you know, just, yeah. If you yeah, just how do you want to be remembered? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy, yeah, I'm I'm a really bit I'm a bit obsessed with Afterlife with the TV show. Have you watched? Oh it? yeah, with uh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. There oh, there's a actually, there's yeah. a series two oh, coming. Oh, just to, just to let you know, dude, there is a series I two. I have confirmed. one one show one episode to watch. Oh, oh I, I'm I'm loving. I I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's powerful. It's because it's it's more you can connect more. It's yeah. not BS. It's just mm-hmm. real life. Yeah, I know. It kind of scared me a wee bit. Yeah, that's. I don't want to be in that situation. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. but oh but you God. can, you can, you can be there. So that's yeah, I know. just feeling the empathy. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Another recommendation. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Thank you very much for thank you guys coming thank in. You. Yeah, you've you. you've been touring all around and all around. One more thank to you. go. Thank After you so around. much. <laughs> uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for the coffee. Thanks for the. <laughs> 
How how say? Iron brew. Iron brew. It's good. Yeah. It looks. It tastes like. A, you like it? Yeah, like guanana. It's it's one of the fruits. Okay. Around there, but I like. Sure. Yeah. Sugar, sugar, baby. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. People are gonna find us, uh, Cinemate Films, on all those social places that they're used to, or cinematefilms.co.uk forward slash podcast, and you'll get all the links you need there. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, hit that subscribe button just so you know when the next episode goes online. Please leave a review. That is a massive help in order to grow the podcast, or just tell a friend. However, until next time, enjoy your life. <laughs>